0: Yeah, Bitcoin is kind of difficult when it comes to privacy. So um, my approach in general would be to just, yeah, sorry, guys, but I hodl only Bitcoin and use Monero for transactions when it's convenient. And um, that I try to use it more, but it's same as with Bitcoin Lightning, right? Where can you use it? And I could say, okay, yeah, I go to my old store, but that is kind of idiotic. So. <laughs>
1: Monero Talk is sponsored by Cake Wallet, a trustless open source wallet that gives you the keys to your crypto. Invoice, donate, and trade your Monero with peace of mind, piece of cake. And by StealthyX, an instant exchange where privacy is a top concern. Go to stealthyx.io to instantly exchange between Monero and 450 plus assets without having to create an account or register and with no limits. Making StealthyX a simple way to purchase Monero with crypto anonymously. Monero Talk is also made possible from contributions by viewers and listeners like you. And supporting us is easier than ever by typing in monerotalk.crypto in your monero.com or cake wallet send address field to send us a tip. This week on Monero Talk. Douglas Tuman interviews Landon Rothbardian, CEO of online retailer ShopinBit, which accepts Bitcoin and Monero for payment. The discussion explores Lando's background, how ShopinBit started accepting Monero, Monero privacy protections, ShopinBit product offerings, the impacts of exchange delistings, business expansion plans, and much more. Monero Talk starts now.
2: All right, Lando, what's
0: going on, man? Hi, Douglas. I'm uh, doing <laughs> fine. Uh, thanks for inviting me. Um, I'm super excited in general because I think this is my first Monero podcast that I'm okay. appearing on. So I'm interested uh, What's the difference is between a Monero and a Bitcoin podcast. But Oh, no, wait, it's a kind of the second one, but the other one was more um, focused on uh anarcho-capitalism okay. so uh it doesn't really count <laughs> who's
2: whose was that was uh who whose podcast was that you...
0: uh oh no i'm blanking on the name i'm blanking on your name what's was um... it alex alex anarka yes it was alex anarka okay.
2: thank yeah. you you said anarcho-capitalist i was like it must be alex anarka
0: <laughs> yes right. sorry alex i love you man but i just <laughs> blanked out i'm i'm getting old yeah
2: he, he's he's awesome i love that guy yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, when yeah, did so, you do so, that?
2: Was that a, was that a long time ago, or was that recently?
0: Uh, I would say twenty twenty one ish. Okay, it's yeah. a while ago. Yeah, it's a while ago, and lots ha- lots has changed. Yeah.
2: So, h- how did you how did you meet Alex? And Ar- are you in that? Obviously, you're in the crypto realm. Uh, yeah, but you're 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 over in Europe, right? I, I yeah. Mean, I, I guess I don't know how detailed you want to be, but I guess so he's kind of in your in your social network in terms of crypto people over there
0: yeah exactly so um i'm originally from germany and uh there you start learning all the german community members of the whole cryptosphere and uh i didn't met alex in person but uh we shared well as you can see my name like, there is no more NCAP that you can go, I guess, in uh, in terms of nicknames. But um, so Alex and I, we were just, I think, regularly chatting either on Telegram or Twitter or uh, whatever. And he saw me on some other podcasts. And then he wanted to talk to me about, like, what's it like being NCAP and an entrepreneur in Europe? Oh, my God. Yeah, like... <laughs> because because Europe is like a different type of beast I I had this conversation with an American friend a while ago and he explained to me how the whole credit card system works in the US for companies and Mm -hmm. I was like yeah so you're playing Kirby and we're over here doing Dark Souls because Mm -hmm. like it's it's so complicated <laughs> You, but but sorry i'm digressing please you have to cut me off because i'll start talking about topics for 20 minutes nonstop. no, so. no worries
2: man it, it, it's it's a podcast right we, we, they, they want to hear from you they don't want to hear from me so so the rothbardian thing uh is now were you an ANCAP cap before you discovered crypto or was like crypto your way towards becoming an ANCAP? cap
0: Uh, No, I was actually first NCAP and then found uh, love in a hopeless place. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, it's so in 2010, 29 ish, um, I discovered Austrian economics through the Mises Institute. uh, Or, well, that that was actually the second stage. The first stage was. Stefan Molino podcast that I was listening to. Somehow I stumbled upon it. And, um oh, wait, or oh was it? I'm not 100 sure. It's I, one of the few. No, no, okay, now I got it. So, first Mises, then Bitcoin through Stefan Molino. And then, uh yeah, I was crypto and Bitcoin. And now it's actually only a Bitcoin and Monero, that's like the only two things that I'm interested in. So I started, yeah, 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 no fucking around with that. Like, (laughs) yeah. So don't come at me with your Doge or Litecoin or whatever. It's just Bitcoin or Monero. The rest, I, sorry, sorry, bros. I don't care. Like (laughs) it's that simple, but uh, no, I started uh, with the Mises Institute. I learned there are lots of, uh, about Austrian economics and um, my problem. Austrian economics and and especially anarcho-capitalism was that the solution seemed always to be like, okay, we need the gold standard back, right? Yeah. And uh, I always had, I, I was always thinking, okay, so we do the same that didn't work in the past again. That's like right. a non-solution, right? And uh, then in 2011... I stumbled over Bitcoin for Stefan Molino And then I read the Bitcoin white paper and I was like, oh, shit, that's actually the solution for the gold standard problem, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I was uh, hooked there. But before someone thinks I can just straight up buy out Jeff Bezos out of his company. No, <laughs> uh, unfortunately not, because I was very young <laughs> and stupid. So I spent most of my coin on uh, pretty ladies and expensive dinner dates. So um <laughs> you get the point.
2: <laughs> I mean, one life to live, right? It's at the yeah. end of the day. At the end of the day it's money, right? It's like yeah. uh, you know, you, you,
0: I, I was the king, like it was awesome. But uh, <laughs> in hindsight, it's always twenty twenty, I guess. But um Yeah. So very cool. I, man. I call it tu- I call it tuition money. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you so you were literally at the right place, right time. I mean, you were l- Becoming an ad cap at the moment, like Bitcoin was essentially come being invented, right? So yeah, you're right right place, right time. That, that's beautiful. Um, so in, in these in the early days, I mean, I guess right away you were you kind of got it right away. You you saw because of where you were coming from with your your cap background understanding when you saw Bitcoin, you knew right away like this this is what we need. This is it. This is uh decentralized money. This is digital gold
0: yeah that that was like okay so you you can of course fight the state through legislation like milay does currently in argentina but um we will see how uh, effective that will be but the past showed us that legislation changes didn't really uh do a lot so um but with bitcoin you can just circumvent it and th- the same applies to Monero, I guess, as well, especially after the Binance delisting. I think it's a very interesting, (laughs) very interesting uh, development. So uh, that's
2: that's my second. So what what was your pathway to Monero then? Um, Was it just a Um... realization
0: of Bitcoin lacking privacy? uh no not really actually (laughs) that's that's we have to fast forward to like oh I didn't really introduce myself so because then the next part will not make a lot of sense (laughs) so I'm Lander Rothbardin I'm the CEO of ShopInBits.com, and we are Europe's biggest Bitcoin and Monero store with over 1 million products that we offer so it's everything from toothpaste to the newest iPhone and we also do other stuff through our concierge service that you can go get anything from i don't know uh, a car like a lamborghini or some other cars uh, to an airplane and everything in between like we did some amazing uh, funny stuff uh, in the days and we also have a travel agency so if you have monero and want to travel with more convenience i have to put a Big asterisk on the privacy because traveling in privacy is very difficult and mostly legal. But if you want to have the best experience, that's the same as well. So that's enough with the shameless block. So, no, no, um,
2: we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in, in great, much greater detail. Don't worry. I was going to get there. Don't worry. I was going to get there. I know it was, it was a little weird. I didn't intro you yet, but uh I was no
0: problem. There. No problem. No problem. So, um, how did I get into Monero? So, when we started in, or actually back then it was only me. So, in 2019, I guess, uh, in the middle of the year, one of our customers wrote me, hey, why don't you accept Monero? And uh, I was like, okay, well, back then, we were still on WordPress. And I was like, okay, uh, I've heard of Monero, like the privacy coin. Everyone knows Monero as the privacy coin. The privacy coin, right? And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I haven't used it that much back then. And yeah, so I implemented it. And it turned out that Monero customers are like, yeah, the, the, there are only two, two coins that are always being used for paying or buying stuff, and that's Bitcoin and Monero, and there's no, no third place because third place is fiat money. That's that's the experience that I have. <laughs> so um, that was like the gateway drug, I guess, for Monero to come into the play for me personally as well um so but um yeah
2: you you were you were open to it at that time or you were like yeah i'm uh you know i'm a bitcoin maxi at at this point in my life i don't know Uh, this is a uh, this is a shit coin or you were (laughs) like you had respect from from day one
0: um back then i was actually still shit coining pretty hard oh yeah so like with dash and bitcoin cash and litecoin and stuff and that's changed over the years because what i saw was that uh, the other coins apart from when they were at bitcoin mm-hmm. they were only coming to drop or dump their coins when it goes up it's not they like it's it's there's nothing recurring no um let's say no, no purchase of value in the long-term sense like long-term customer relationships you just saw it was always okay. Like Bitcoin Cash, for example, just it went up one time, and you see, okay, the orders go up with Bitcoin Cash, and then they drop to the zero. Like the next week, like there's mm-hmm. nothing stable, but Monero has been consistent on uh, second place for like I think now three, four years. So. Wow. That that's why I have respect for Monero. I think all other coins are shit coins, but for Monero has a special place in my heart because I see that people are actually using it and I see the Monero community. And even when I go to Bitcoin conference, Monero people come up to me and I'm like, oh, okay, you jeopardize your OPSEC. I'm very flattered <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that you show up. And uh, like, seriously, I like um, other Bitcoin maxis, they will hate on Monero all the time, but at the same time, she'll liquid, so fuck you, I guess. Um, <laughs> so there's like, wh- when when I see what the Monero customers have done for our business, I got nothing but love to share. And uh, one of your um, Redditors actually tested our concierge service like in 2020 or something and put it on the Monero post, uh, Monero what is it called subreddit yeah monero Summit, uh, yeah. Subreddit. yeah i'm not so <laughs> advanced in reddit terms but yeah and uh, we always get like the best privacy tips from the monero community because like we had in our shop system one time one plug-in wanted to use google fonts Right. And we have eradicated Google Fonts from our website, but this plugin introduced it back again. And then we got, uh, got a PGP encrypted email from a customer and, like, yo, man, you need to stop that shit with Google Fonts because I want to spend my Monero here. And I'm like, ah, shit, where? And then he sent me the code where it appeared and then we could isolate it and then have it removed from the website again. And that's why, uh, like, it's a good match. Yeah
2: so wait he he wanted you to remove google what was it
0: that he wanted google fonts okay but, but what was his request i i'm just to see. remove the google fonts or oh, else okay. he won't use the website and i was like yeah, oh, you're right. okay. yeah yeah because no google doesn't need to have your data so fuck you google <laughs> right <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no no well, I, I i'm personally i'm a privacy nerd so as the as a short explanation why this is important to me because mm-hmm. i I fucking hate online shopping and regular stores with cookies here, trackers there, and then it follows you around on every fucking web page you go that also has Google Ads integrated. And then, like, like, like best example is when you try to get something for your wife, right? You want to surprise her with, an, I don't know, a little necklace or something for the anniversary, right? And then you type it, pops it in. Up the credit the... Yeah, yeah, so it either pops up on the credit card or if you just search on it on the internet, it appears for everyone in the whole network in the whole house oh yeah this is a nice necklace and i'm like mm-hmm. fuck it like, shit. <laughs> i want to make, I have a surprise but no and this is like this is like the um baby's little steps of privacy problems right and this is like the like the easy part right it's just advertising but the other parts i don't know yes so between 2020 and 2022 very bad things happened and i don't trust anyone with my data anymore so yeah
2: i i assume you're referring to the uh to the sniffles to the yes (laughs) yes (laughs) which i have right now which i have right now I i think i must i must have covid again um probably yeah so so where does that leave you then with bitcoin right so you're you're obviously you understand the importance of privacy especially with regards to money um how how, how does that uh affect your view of bitcoin given that it is ultimately a transparent ledger you could track and trace transactions
0: what's your, what's your thinking there I think with without getting technical because I'm I'm no technical guy so please don't <laughs> ask me the title i, I think i as uh, heard your talk with no power i think he's like um um two galaxies away from my type of knowledge of technical aspects so i could like answer only the most basic shit. um but i personally have almost no privacy anymore because um th- that's the funny thing right if you want to be uh, the ceo of a privacy company you cannot have privacy. Like, no yeah, one, will, no one would be send with
2: you. my Monero show. Hey, hey, everybody. Yeah.
0: Hello, world. <laughs> I know. Yes. Yeah, so, so but, but the people need to have like a reference point on um, whether they can trust you or not. Mm-hmm. And although there are some, I guess, um, conceptual wise models for how to build a reputation with avatars and stuff, we're just human beings and I don't know, need to see a face or something, right? So, from that point of view, I'm very transparent in asterisk uh, in mm. quotation marks, right? Um, but in general, yeah, Bitcoin is kind of difficult when it comes to privacy. So, um, my approach in general would be to just, yeah, sorry guys, but I hodl only Bitcoin and use Monero for transactions when it's convenient and um, that. I try to use it more, but it's same as with Bitcoin Lightning, right? Where can you use it? And I could say, okay, yeah, I go to my own store, but that is kind of idiotic. So, <laughs> um, but I, but we're planning to go to MoneroCon, so there will be a uh, there. I will be oh, shopping. Sweet. Yes, um, I, I think the guys from MoneroCon don't know it yet that we will be coming. <laughs> awesome! I'm sure. Yeah, be very excited to have you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we will be there. So this is a. Surprise, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we will be there. I will be bringing my wallet, and I hope to see uh, other entrepreneurs showing up and trying to sell me some stuff because I'm in a buying mood, and I always like to give back to the communities who actually do the hard work of selling stuff in this ultra-free market. So,
2: Yeah, you're like, you know, yeah, you're... You're a uh, major utility, right? You're providing uh, an avenue for people to offload their their crypto and actually use it.
0: No, 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 no. Uh, they don't offload their crypto to me. That's that. That's the like we don't have to go to these BlackRock uh, uh, number go up guys talk. Mm-hmm. They they are not uploading their coins. They are using their coins to They're purchase things. Yeah, exactly. That they find more valuable at the moment. So it's. Mm-hmm. their own free choice to spend the coins. It's not like... Uh, sometimes these Twitter discussions go out of hand and they're like, yeah, everyone who wants to sell you something for your Bitcoin or Monero is a scammer and blah, blah, blah yada yada yada, yada. I don't know. I've never heard such a bullshit argument, but because like if you're broke, right, then of course you're not supposed to sell or spend your coins because you have no fucking savings, right? Like personal finance 101... If you have no finance, bro, you need to change something about that. So, like, build up savings. But at one point, right, you have enough savings and then you want to live life, right? But do you really want to go back to the fiat life, pull out the credit card, spend dollars and your data at the same time for everything you do? Or do you really want to have, like, a free society, right? Do you want to have private transactions, and money that doesn't lose value all the time. So, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. that's like my personal angle. So, and if you're still only getting paid in fiat, then you might need to change something about that too. If, like, if if you really want to go all in into the whole circular economy, right? Then mm-hmm. you should just. You should try it. You should try it. That's what I meant with I want to give back to the community. I I know how how hard it is to Mm -hmm. sell stuff for Bitcoin or Monero because with regular fiat customers, right, they buy shit out of an impulse. Like you can sell the stupidest shit you ever seen. You just have to go to Amazon and check out what type of products are best sellers and stuff. And you see so much plastic shit left, plastic shit right, and... Like for me personally, but for some people it might have value. But most of these purchases are not even conscious purchases. That you and you can see that by the return rates of Amazon. And Amazon has like twenty-five percent return rate. So that means every fourth order just gets sent back. Like this is you can talk all yes, it's totally ridiculous. So they're all talking about environment, this and saving the planet, but they incentivize idiotic spending of things that people really don't need or else they wouldn't send it back every fourth time they order something. This is Mm -hmm. totally bonkers, right? And you have the same, or you you have the exactly opposite with Monero users and Bitcoin users. We're like industry leading and when it comes to return rates, we have less than 1% per year return rates so I personally know all the cases of the returns and we've been online for five years I know every single case of them because they're like I could count them on one hand almost or two right so it's infinitesimally small number because people make conscious spending decisions and they, they, don't, don't, they don't buy they stuff they don't
2: treat f- it like like worthless fiat they treat it like no. valuable valuable uh, money
0: Yes right. and, and it's way better for me as well because dealing with returns means you can almost certainly make a loss on the product because you cannot sell it at full price anymore mm-hmm. right so that's why Amazon just drops us into a landfill just most of the returns the smaller ones they just get thrown into landfill it's ridiculous like you cannot talk all day about environment saving bs and carbon Carbon taxing that, and then on the other hand, you just fill up landfills with stuff that people just took a look at it, right? Put it out of the box, took a look at it, put it back in the box, and send it back. Like, no, just like crazy. <sighs> Sorry, I'm I'm starting to rant again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 a very good point, right? Because all of that. Oh,
0: Ooh, money printer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Uh, sorry uh Sydney's no Sunita, making her coffee. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's that's a good point. Uh I mean all that potentially goes away in the future, right? In uh, in a Bitcoin Monero world, uh everybody, everybody's using the these hard currencies. Um and all those other things that come with with fiat start to start to go away. Um I do want I do want to stick a little bit more on the topic though. So so yeah. how <laughs> privately could people can people use your service? Um I mean to what degree, right? Cuz I mean <laughs> idea, the, ideally they, could, they they'd want to go and I, I won't say offload, they'd want to go spend their bitcoin or monero
0: anonymously, right? Yeah. So What I have to say, of course, is that you cannot spend your coin anonymously. We offer privacy. So Mm -hmm. um, what we do is that you don't need a customer account when you shop in our store, but you, of course, have to provide a shipping address. So, And what we do is that we only print the billing address on the invoice if it's in the same country, right? So if you have different countries, then uh, we have to put on the shipping address on the invoice as well. Um, but in general, that's only the case for business users, but for private users, it's mostly the same. Um, we support almost all um, postbox services, etc. So most of our customers have used them before. Uh, if you're unsure, you can always just write the concierge service and ask if that's Working out before buying something, but in general, you can just use that or um, be smart about it and uh, use other tricks that I cannot publicly discuss. You have to find them out yourselves. <laughs> okay. So, um, but but what we do with the customer data is uh, after shipping it out, um, we pseudonymize um, the personal data after forty days. So. Mm-hmm. Like out of Douglas Tuman, it turns into Satoshi Nakamoto or some other gibberish, right? And then the address gets changed, etc. The email address and whatever. And you can also use um, a simple login, for example, for your emails. We don't have a filter on that, so actually most of our newsletter consists of simple login email address, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. So thanks, guys. <laughs>
2: But you're and, saying people oh, don't e- people don't even need
0: to create an account, right? Like no, just, it's, yeah, it's totally optional. You can, if you want to, like, so I could part- ju-
2: I could just go to Shop and Bit, find something I want, yeah. go to go to checkout, and then just put in basically an address I want it to be sent to, exactly with with exactly. a with a name, right? with a name, exactly, right?
0: right. Okay, <laughs> and um, yeah, so we like. And you can check the code yourself, like I can explain to you. Um, like I explained, I don't like trackers and stuff. You can When you go to shoppingbit.com, you can see there's nothing. There's We have zero type of tracking. Um, so there's no Google uh, Analytics, no Facebook, Pixel, Instagram, whatever. They all are using, I don't know, there's so many tracker tools. We're not even using the open source tracking so- software because, like... No, I just have the basic information that the server, of course, gets. So if you're a little bit paranoid about uh, our IP, your IP address getting uh, into our logs, then just use a VPN. That's no problem. Uh, only disclaimer I have to make, there is a bug with Brave Browser, and you somehow cannot complete the payment process with it. And it's a Brave bu- uh, bug. So if you're using, I don't know, um, LibreWolf or some of the other... Um, browser, it, it works fine, but it's just Brave, and I don't know why. <laughs> <Look>. hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we got that feedback quite a lot, so I don't know, Brave guys, what are you doing? Please. like Our uh, terms and conditions are not a cookie tracker. You can allow it to click on it. That's the problem. The you If you're on the checkout page and want to accept the terms and condition, the box doesn't appear, because only the Brave browser blocks it, and we've written too brave but they're not reacting to it it's okay. quite weird but we're not the only shop that has this problem so it appears to be in other shops as well but yeah and
2: so you mentioned you you are essentially only bitcoin and monero at this point what kind of usage are you seeing well what what kind of you know metrics can you tell us <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, so we are quite regularly posting on uh, Twitter uh, what the usage uh, is. So um, Monero was actually in November, number one, and mm. actually had percentage-wise more volume than Bitcoin because of these insane <laughs> insane transaction fees. Oof, Oof. That, yeah, was that, was, that was
2: another thing I wanted to ask you, right? Like, like, yeah. like we have the privacy issue with Bitcoin, but then we also have the, the transaction fees. It's not really... Built to be, you know, uh, used for tr- for transactions compared to compared to something like Monero. So, from your, you know, your your Rothbardian st- like standpoint, yeah. how are you how are you viewing those things? Obviously, the market is the market. You'll you'll you know, if people want to come spend the, their their Bitcoin, you're you're open to it. But I mean, uh, what's your your view there as a technology with Bitcoin versus Monero in terms of being used
0: as a tool for transacting? Yeah, so ease of use, I think Monero wins, of course, because it's like you can just do it on-chain. Um, Why Lightning has got better. Oh, my God, yes, Lightning did some pretty good uh, straight, uh, streaks forward, like with the Phoenix wallet. That's my personal favorite that I'm using most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's okay. So it's, it's easy enough, so I can just, I don't know, give it to my... Uh, a post guy, like who delivers the packages and tell them, hey, you want to have some Bitcoin? Sure, yeah, whatever, send it. But with Monero, it's easy. I can just like load up a wallet, but I'm not explaining two coins in a five-minute conversation. <laughs> so I'm just yeah. doing the Bitcoin part. But um, from a business perspective, it's uh, pretty funny because usually I don't get asked a lot that question about uh, the transaction fees and how it affects our business. And I can say it affects it only a little bit because... Um, Bitcoiners and also Monero um, customers they bundle their purchases so people are not coming to shop in Bits to buy the toothpaste alone, they're buying the toothpaste they're buying toys for their children they're buying lingerie for their wives and uh, a bicycle and a TV and whatever so they have pretty big orders in one chunk mm-hmm. and then they just send max fee, like they don't give a Don't give a damn. It's like, seriously, like there's no... I've seen people spend 50 sets per V-byte. I've seen people spend 600 sets per V-byte. No sweat. Always max fee because they just want to have it done and ready. So this this could be a bigger problem in non-industry countries, like outside of Europe. Like I can imagine Asia and Africa Mm is a way different field and that there are more uh, low transaction fee solutions needed but for the us and europe and i don't know maybe japan and china no either i don't think that's a big but i cannot speak for outside of eu but from my personal experiences no one cares it, it, it's it's a it's a it's a true point like but in, indica- indica-
2: indications are there right like you said in in november you saw monero yeah. overtake Bitcoin that was too, for, for, yeah, that that, exa- for that exact reason, right? Because people it, are like, it's I'm not, not going to spend 20 bucks to send, you know, even if I'm it was buying $300. It was almost yeah, 50. So that's, that's crazy. I mean, even yeah, if you're yeah. buying $1,000 worth of stuff, you're going to be like, hold on too much,
0: Yeah, Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah um, mostly it's more in the, like, I don't know, 50 cents to free, four, five euro range. And then people mm-hmm. just say, that. Yeah, fuck it, right? It's like PayPal fee. I guess. But, mm-hmm. uh, but for PayPal, we actually actually charge extra. So <laughs> it's still <the> cheaper. <laughs> oh, you,
2: you do? People can use PayPal if they want? Yes, or, of or course. Sh- of okay, course. Okay. It's
0: We tried it without. And um, the problem is that the uh, algorithms of the search engines found out that it's probably not a good idea to feature websites that don't have PayPal at all or any mm-hmm. type of regular payment. So your SEO gets turned down and we, I think we made like, yeah, it was quite the impact that had on our marketing just to put PayPal back on the page. Yeah.
2: Oh, wow. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. I didn't thought it was that big of a problem, but I could also tell you some stories about doing Google advertising as a crypto company, but, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. that's a topic for another day, but coming back to the transactions, um, with the transaction fees, yes, you're totally right. Like there, there is a there's a sweet spot where people don't care uh, for um, their transaction costs on Bitcoin, but that has been breached a couple of times. So it will be interesting to see what solutions might come up with, especially with the competition from Monero coming as a means of exchange. So mm-hmm. because I think, I think as soon as this, I've heard some. I got sent some messages a couple of last days because I was wondering why Monero was dropping off so hard just because Binance dealers. I mean, like, who the fuck uses Binance? I still don't understand why people use Binance. Like, seriously, especially for Monero.
2: Large exchange, but but yeah, I have, you know, a lot of people are apparently using it, yeah.
0: Whatever, like, like if you're looking for a scammy, then you have to go. Good, sorry. I, I personally am not a fan of Binance, but um, I don't use it, yeah. I don't use any exchange, but yeah, yeah. So, so there was this I don't know, let's call it a conspiracy theory that, um, uh, that Binance is somehow uh, selling fake Moneros or something like that. And mm-hmm. since Monero gets delisted on the 20th, I'm very interested to see what will happen uh with monero but we saw that it already is, has recouped much of the price losses of the last week so still okay i guess so uh exciting yeah,
2: Definitely yeah exciting. That's, i mean it's, it's probably exciting. gonna be uh maybe a nothing burger right because like the news already happened right everybody already yeah. panicked and i don't I, who knows who knows um but so, where do you, where do you see you're, you're you're you've been in crypto for a very for a very long time. You came there with the right mentality, right? So from day one, yeah. you're ad cap guy, so you really understood this stuff, the importance of it. You also intimately work in the field, create creating a way for people to actually use crypto. So you understand this stuff really well. Where do you see things going? then in terms of like bitcoin monero lightning network and and you know the tools that people end up using in the future for transacting how do you see this stuff playing out or too soon to tell but given what you know today i mean where where, where do you see things headed
0: um i think the time of bullshit narratives will come to an end Mm -hmm. because um I think people don't have that much time left anymore to just go. Okay, yeah, the next big blockchain and the other bullshit term that gets thrown around, like like in the twenty seventeen hype, right, um, where all the ICOs popped up, and like twenty twenty one where you have the NFTs, and I think the the big the big playing field in the near future will be. Um, how easy can you use the coins in your day-to-day life, right? Uh, whether it's Bitcoin or Monero doesn't make a difference. It's just about, um, like, how easy can you live your daily life with it? And as soon as that expands into broader terms, like here with, we with in we offer quite a lot of products but there will always be products that we cannot offer like for example if you want to buy meat for example it makes more sense to buy it from your farmer next door right or close by to you right and um, Mm -hmm. I think the coin that can build its own circular economy the fastest will have the easiest path going into the future like because with the rampant inflation, government overreach and all that other stuff that governments does. So um, it will really, I personally think it will depend on that. So is are the wallets easy to use? Like, can you get your grandma to use a Monero wallet or use uh, a Bitcoin wallet? And they are already, I personally think Monero has a leg up because there's no second layer extra explanation stuff because you can just say, okay, yeah, here. Use this uh, wallet, or you can just—I don't know—use Samurai Wallet. I think it's kind of a Monero wallet now as well. I guess
2: they—they well, they have atomic swaps, but I don't think you could hold Monero natively. On. Ah, okay. I, don't, I, I don't thought you could they, also hold it on yeah, there, but they—they they, they haven't gotten that far yet. But yeah, 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 yeah we really have to go <laughs> down that rabbit hole. Yeah, I think Cake is the
0: is the one for the mobile rights Is it yes. Cake Wallet? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, like you know, you install Cake Wallet, have Monero on it. Uh, and then you start going, right? And with Bitcoin mm-hmm. you could of course use Phoenix wallet, but then you again have to explain why are there extra fees for receiving a payment the first time, etc. So that like it it I personally think it really comes down to who can remove the friction mm-hmm. without like sucking black rock cock or I guess <laughs> and not giving into this Whole shenanigans of ETF number go up guys and mm-hmm. uh, who can build a circular economy and I think it's a it's a fair it's a it's a fair playing field for both because like Bitcoin has the bigger network effect, right mm-hmm. But as I see it from the Monero um economy, it's like way more close knit and way more within their own ranks instead of just going okay i can upload my coins there and then have it exchanged to fiat and then i buy stuff with fiat and that's at least my experience that they have but you guys you really need to offer more legal normal stuff as well because i sometimes have the feeling that we are like the only provider of normal goods in the monero space within europe and that has to change like Seriously, like, yeah,
2: yeah, no, there's, there's a lot happening now. I mean, okay. um, are you familiar with Monerica? That's, that's a good resource to see oh, yeah. the businesses, services that accept Monero. We're open, yeah. we're starting, uh, we're building XMR Bazaar. Um, hmm. but that's hoping to be like a peer to peer marketplace. So yeah, not, yeah, sure. not like the Amazon approach, but more like the. I guess the eBay, right? Peer to peer, right? So people can yep. go on there; they could sell their old bicycle for Monero, that type of stuff. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. I agree. We need to. That's why I'm working on that initiative, right? Um, <laughs> I, I totally agree with you. We we need. I think that the dark market is great, or 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 the free market, right? Seeing seeing what's yeah. going on there, and that Monero is gaining adoption, has gained adoption there, is a great indicator that it works. But now we need to also offer other other means for people to to use it uh, beyond
0: dark markets, right? Yeah, exactly. So because like it's a good, good proving point, right? If it works for dark markets, then it works for everyone. Um, uh, But it's pretty hard to argue like with you, if you're with your grandma and she only knows like, I don't know, the news. And then it's like, yeah, so didn't, didn't did all the hackers use Monero and <laughs> did they shut down the uh, the hospital with the Monero ransomware and you're like yeah grandma so no I'm just selling my honey there please try it out it's better than the money you have under your pillow right so <laughs> so th- that's what I mean with you need like positive example that's why we have like pretty strict policy no guns uh, no drugs no prostitution nothing like we are so Squeaky boring, clean. No, boring. <laughs> uh, yeah people would say boring a uh, man I want to get uh what was it blackjack and hookers and make my own uh Amazon right but no no that, that's no, that's my personal reason for it. I I personally no, no, of course I don't like drugs but you do you right like I don't want to sell them like there, there are some things I don't want to sell and that's one of the things I don't want to say and the same is with weapons. Like it's actually almost illegal in Europe to do it, but um, we are a Polish company. There would be some weapons that we could sell, but I personally chose to not sell any weapons because if you have some altercations with people, you have to do it mano a mano. Please don't, mm-hmm. don't shoot at people. I, I don't think, I don't like that. So just <laughs> yeah, like
2: yeah, ma- man up, use your hands. Come on. Exactly. Be, be a man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I agree. I agree with that notion. I, I'm, all, I'm all for the Second Amendment, but uh, you know, yeah, learn, learn how to use your hands first. <laughs> um, why, why Poland? Why did you guys? Uh, is that is it just because of where where you're personally located, or is there a reason why you you started up in Poland?
0: Uh, no, we started in Germany and then switched to Poland because we saw an. A quite interesting increase of demand from Eastern Europe hmm. and, um, so, and we wanted to have a, a own little warehouse and <clears throat> that was feasible as a bootstrap startup. As I told you, I spent all my coins on a fancy during dates, so stupid me, I guess. Uh, so uh, Poland was in our budget uh, to expand, so um, we moved to Poland and uh have quite a nice experience there because poland is like from a regulatory standpoint way way easier that was an added bonus right we already had extra customers from poland but also the warehouse so we could offer better services as well and yeah so that's why it became poland yeah
2: i I love poland i've been there been there many times um yeah beautiful beautiful place
1: do you love coffee and monero as much as we do consider making gratuitous.org your daily cup pay with monero for premium fresh beans and if you like what you taste send a digital cash tip directly to the farmers that made it possible proceeds help us grow this channel gratuitous and monero
2: So, so do you see people start, do you see there perhaps be, be like Monero? Uh, cause I mean, you yourself said it, right? You, you're holding Bitcoin, but you try to spend Monero where, where it's accepted. Shop and bit accepts Monero. Do you yeah. see people directly. directly, directly, which, which is beautiful. Yeah. Do you see people like Bitcoiners making the realization, <laughs> like, wait a minute, if I'm going to spend, maybe I should. Switch over to Monero, spend it as Monero. Yeah, granted, Bitcoin is pseudo anonymous, but do I really want to leave a a a track or a trace that I that I made a spend here? Um, Obviously, you know they might still figure out you know who you are transactions, but still, like I mean, do do you see people perhaps moving in that direction and be like, Mm -hmm. if I'm going to start spending my my crypto and using it. I wanted to spend it like cash. I don't I don't want the whole world to know. I don't want governments to know. I don't want corporations to know. Do you see that becoming a, a thing?
0: Um not from the user route. I don't think so. Um, really? Okay. Yeah. Because I think convenience is still a key. So if you hold your like your net worth in Bitcoin and the ones who care about privacy either or Either or have already installed Wasabi Samurai and have Monero. Mm-hmm. Like this is a, this is a setup I've heard is quite often. Like, okay, yeah, sure. So everyone who's a privacy guy either has Wasabi or Samurai installed and uses Monero. Like, there's the, but they probably won't say it publicly. But I don't give a fuck. But um, <laughs> the, on the on the on the business side, on the other hand, I would say that this will be a revelation. That will hit some people hard in the face because they are focusing like either only on Bitcoin or spend their time with integrating shitcoin 325,000 and then find out, oh yeah, they're coming to offload your coins, but they don't have the positive effect of the community, like using your service all the time. But with Monero, in comparison to the other coins... You have a real community that they will come to you. They will support you. They will send you emails with Google Fonts, and and also recommend you to their friends, right? And that's that's the, the two big things about Bitcoin and Monero is that you get the communities with them and they are real communities. They're not fake propped up um, ape NFT communities that only exist to wash money. No, they're actually there to use the coin. And that's like, that's the angle that other businesses will realize after trying out all the shit coins or doing the, as I like to call it, the fake Bitcoin only. There's like, there, there are some LARPers. Uh, I, I'm today ranting again. I'm sorry, <laughs> but there's, there's one thing <clears throat> that gets me like super angry and that's people who are acting like they're Bitcoin only and then puts um, credit cards, PayPal, MX and shit on their website and say, yeah, yeah, we're only Bitcoin only. No, bro. Bitcoin only means you only accept Bitcoin. No fiat, no liquid, no our shit, just Bitcoin and Lightning and that's it. But they're like, I think, a handful of people who are actually that level of Bitcoin only and mm-hmm. it's kind of larpy to me because if you, like, from a business perspective, you could say okay, I don't like Monero that much, but uh, I can use it as a fiat alternative, and then it's still better than PayPal and Co. because you a don't pay the ridiculous three percent or four percent fees to fee, uh, to PayPal, have no chargebacks, and people can use it, and it's private. So it's actually quite nice. So you could see like it's. I think this is a, will be a change in the um, near future for other store owners or sellers or entrepreneurs that they will say yeah bitcoin and monero because lando said bitcoin and monero are the only two coins that you need to care about and that's an easy choice to make but if you have like this plethora of coins and no this this will not happen but from the user side the user is always doing the things most important to them and unfortunately for most Crypto users in general, privacy is not a concern. Like, we as privacy nerds, we will go to Monero. We will use all the privacy tools for Bitcoin as well. But if you're just like, I don't know, uh, John Doe and just trying to buy some, I don't know, some honey from your neighbor, you're using what you have, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that can be Bitcoin or that can be Monero. That really just depends on with what you're coming into um, uh, contact first.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I, I do think it, it goes beyond just privacy nerds, though. I mean, I think it's it's people that would, the same type of people that would want to spend cash in the real world, right? Um, yeah. You know, and you don't have to be a privacy nerd to want to see the value in cash, right? <laughs> I, I think that's, the cash is king, right? It's, yeah. It's because pe- people know that they could spend it, Nobody knows. The government doesn't know they spent it. I think that's that's a meme that's kind of
0: universal out there.
2: Yeah, yeah, um, it's the same
0: saying in uh, in Europe as well. So, cash is king, right? <laughs> so, so when, so
2: when do we see that transition to the cash is king in the digital <laughs> world? And people are like, you know, what? If I'm spending money, I'm spending untraceable cash, right? It's like, why, why would I spend anything else? But you don't. You don't see that becoming. Uh, Kind of a a yeah. thing that people, especially yeah. Bitcoiners, right? Because they're all yeah. they're, they're constantly talking about these ideas, so it seems like they understand it. But at the end of the day, they're just like, eh. It's just easier to send the Bitcoin transaction because I already have the Bitcoin.
0: Yes, and I I think for the general public, I guess it will only be interesting when it's probably too late, mm-hmm. when the CBDCs will come. So. Um, then people will ask, okay, uh, like, I want to have my cash transactions back. On the EU front, it's actually quite a good thing that that Brussels is so incompetent that they cannot build any computer system that doesn't get hacked within (laughs) three months or something. So there's a good chance that the CBDCs will never see the day of light because they just hire incompetent people. Um, to do that so um, I think it will take a little bit longer until people realize that um, Monero and Bitcoin could be the cash equivalent of the gi- digital world and then it only depends on what's easier to use like mm-hmm. cash like because cash is, doesn't need any explanations it's so easy to use absolutely ubiquitous but both for Monero and Bitcoin, you still have to install one app and that's already a hurdle that you have mm-hmm. to take because you have to be some type of technical. And then the next hurdle will be how easy is it to use the coin? And my personal feeling is that currently to spend your coins privately like cash, it's easier to just use Monero. Mm-hmm. That's my personal personal viewpoint. So. Bitcoin has to step their game up to get that handled. And I don't know, there are so many technical solutions. I, I'm running a business. I have no time to check all the new proposals and bips and whatever, what people would try to do. Um, I was hoping that Lightning would pick up a little bit faster, but Lightning currently is now in a pretty good usable state with these wallets. Mm-hmm. But running it on your own nodes... That's um that's that's not as easy. That's not as easy as opening up your on-chain wallet and then just sending coins, right? So mm-hmm. I think Wasabi I- does does a great job as well for mixing your coins. But then again, you have to explain to people, what? Why do we have to mix like I don't understand? Right? And then it's like that that's the extra people misunderstands that you have like unlimited capacity to make decisions or given per day, right? So Mm -hmm. there's this, I think, phenomenon called decision fatigue, right? So if you're like, you don't don't have to be like a big CEO or something to have decision fatigue. It already is enough if you're like a nurse and have to do decisions all day. And then you come home and then you just want to spend your money on something, right? And Mm -hmm. then decision fatigue kicks in and will let you choose the one which is most convenient because you don't care at this point of the day. You have your, like, I don't know, I don't know how long nurses work. Too long. 14 hours shift, right? You just mm-hmm. came back from a 14 hour shift. People uh, threw up on your shoes and someone tried to stab someone with a, uh, with, I don't know, with something, right? And then you come home and just want to, I don't know, order something or want to get a pizza or uh, go out with your girls, right? And then you have to first do privacy enhancing options first or you have to dive into that topic to learn it or just use it and that's like the point where i see and monero currently has the leg up is you just open up your app and you pay it like what's it, the american venmo is it called or something so it's venmo, super easy yeah, to... yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah right so mm-hmm. that's that's like the point i see there so hmm. ease of use will be king and who can build the circular economy the fastest will probably win. Or if, if there's type of to win, right? Because as an MCAP, i say, yeah, so competition between currencies. So there will, all be, uh, there will always be multiple currencies. Like there is no um, mono uh, mono-theatic, uh, mono-theatic, um, world worldview. There cannot be only one coin. This is not Highlander. There will always be other coins. And everyone will compete against each other. And that keeps people in check because even in the Bitcoin economy uh, or the Bitcoin community, you have some developers who are like, yeah, so they're in the more, let's call it edgy realm of living their life, I guess. And I do not agree with what some of these people say. And I find it quite appalling if you are like, I have one personal gripe with someone, but I will not repeat it. But it's not—it's about using credit cards instead of Bitcoin, and I was so furious when I wrote uh, read that. But that's the point, right? There, there are also people there, but they need to be kept in check, and that's what I see in other coins doing as well. And but personally, I only see it in Monero because the other coins, like just maybe USDT, but USDT is just fiat but digital, and yeah, whatever. Right. But um, yeah, that's like so what, do you, that. what do you what do
2: you what do you then think <clears throat> about? I mean, we kind of glossed over this. So but what do you think mm-hmm. about the the delistings? Right. So obviously, fundamentally, great thing. Right. So it's, it's forcing people to obtain their Monero in the best way possible without KYC, uh, using decentralized exchanges, or even just acquiring it by accepting it for a service or a good that you're selling, right? Those are the so it's pushing people towards the ideal, but at the same time, it's also. I mean, you're you're a usability guy. You understand people are lazy. The market is yeah. what it is. Is that how do you see that playing into? monero achieving this circular economy and achieving you know the liquidity it needs to to function as as
0: good money i think the delisting is like uh, what was it the streisand barbara streisand effect it's like the most idiotic move governments could have made to delist it because you can like like you asked me about our uh, um, usage of coins right so um we have about I think currently we are at 70% crypto payments and um Monero is I think about 40% and uh, Bitcoin is like 45 and the rest is for lightning and yeah uh, yeah it's for lightning right um so it's pretty high already and with Monero you can already see that it's actually being used in the real world because you have to free, free markets, right? And it's been on the map for quite a while. And now it has this big resurgence through this extra free marketing of, uh, hey, Monero has been delisted because it's a privacy coin. And everyone who has like two brain cells understands, okay, if they are delisting it because it's a privacy coin, there might be something to that privacy that I can use for myself. So, um and the uh it's for monero it's not i think not that big of a problem to get delisted because there is already a circular economy growing right and it's because for a circular economy to work you don't need centralized exchanges because people go to centralized exchanges if they have no one in their vicinity to explain to them how it works but as the circular economy grows, people will get um, sucked into this ecosystem directly in the right way. So they will go to a meetup, they will exchange their cash for Monero, for example, and then start spending it at their neighbors and or sending it to their relatives all over the world, etc. So I think the, the delisting is probably the blessing in disguise that Monero needed to become even a bigger coin in general. That's my personal feeling on it. Yeah. I cannot hear you. You are still muted.
2: Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sneezing over here. No problem. Um, I, I feel this. I feel the same way. I, I, but I thought maybe your opinion would be a little different given that you're, you know, you're very much tapped into to usability and the need for people to to be able to do things easily. But uh yeah, no, I I completely agree with you there. Um
0: No no, I'm 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 still yeah, the usability will be problematic for mainstream appearance, uh, mm-hmm. appeal, but I believe in people, right? Um so if there's like you only need like one person to start something to make a big change. Um in for monero or for bitcoin or for humanity at all right there's no you don't need like hundreds thousands of people you just need someone who has an idea and executes it, right so because like when i started with it like like i had a couple of thousand products or something like i don't know two thousand products it was right and now five years later i'm here talking to you like you heard of me and we're like a couple of thousand kilometers away and Um, we have made so much positive impact either for Bitcoin and probably also for Monero, for privacy in general, for the understanding of people that they can use their coin on an everyday basis and just buy regular stuff with it, right? And if I was able to do it, like I have no university degree, I just I'm just doing my thing and thought, okay, it will be neat to just use your coin to buy stuff without going to vouchers stuff and exchanges and all that stuff. No. And for Monero circular economy to succeed, you just need someone who starts something and then keeps at it like a maniac. And I've met so many wonderful people in the last, uh, years since I've become a public persona, you could say with starting shop bits, um, that are doing so many things for the whole crypto space and through the the customers that I met that explained to me what they are doing in the space, some of them they are not even in these discussions. They're just coming at it from a business perspective and they say, yeah, Bitcoin and Monero, that's like the two that we use and that's where we get our revenue from and they're using it. And Mm -hmm. there are probably so many people out there that you don't see that have onboarded more people than we both combined have. And that's the power of the free market. Like, you cannot see it. You cannot really understand it, but it's ridiculous. Free markets provide, and free markets will prevail because they are logical. It's a logical thing to do to try to improve your own uh, situation in life. Like, it's not just because someone says, Yeah, okay, we need to. I don't know, what's the the, the current spiel of environmentalists is to reduce CO2, right? If, you just, if, you, if you're just thinking about it, the best solution to reduce CO2 will be to just plant more trees. Just plant more fucking trees. You don't have to do anything else because that's like their vigor. like That's what trees live on, right? Mm-hmm. But they're not doing it. And the free market solution will be if someone says, okay, we have too much CO2, what do we do? The first the first guy um, would come up and say, you know what, just do more trees. Like, trees, man, that's my business. I just, trees. I do it all the day. And free markets find solutions. And free markets don't exist. There are only people. Like, people interacting with each other. There is no free market and there is no government. It's only people interacting together. And you can choose to either work together voluntarily or um, get out the baton and hit people on the head to get your will through, right? That's the two solutions you have, but both work by the same principle, the invisible hands in both ways. So I believe in people. Like if, if, if you walk around like a Monero conference or a Bitcoin conference or whatever meetup, you see that there are people, they want to do something. And that's like the mini tiny fraction of what is happening all over the world because everyone is in a different state of its life and wants to have a different... I don't want to change his circumstances in other ways, right? That you quite possibly probably cannot fathom because they are so like live in a totally different state of mind, I guess, right? Because, well, we are in a way similar, right? We are both living in uh, first world countries. We have working fiat environments. And we could, of course, just like lean back and say, "Yeah, fuck it, whatever." I just, it just used the, use the euros, used the U.S. dollars, and live my life. But we chose not to. We chose this life. We chose the, the honorable way of free markets, right? Mm-hmm. And try to find a solution to the woes that we have. That we have no privacy anymore when um, doing any fiat payments that are not cash based. Uh, overreaching control whatever right so but there are other people on the other side of the world that like they have no access to any bank accounts, they have only cash and they they would like to have a solution so they cannot get robbed at daylight easily, so they search for a digital solution, but they don't trust government, and then they come to they come to bitcoin they come to Monero, and then they see a solution and then they might get invested into finding out more about it some will not some will just use it as a vehicle to live their life and that's fine too but it just takes one person to go above the the minimum of okay i have the coins i'm exposed to it but wants to go a step further and say okay you know what i want to build something because that's like that's human human civilization is about building stuff for the future like and and One positive side effect is that uh, the Bitcoin and Monero community seems to be getting more children. So that's a good sign. Like everyone else is like, oh my God, there are no children anymore. We're declining. And uh, that's what can we do? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh, take a look at us, right? Bitcoin and Monero daddies. Yeah. So we're just (laughs) snapping it down, right? (laughs) 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 That's funny. Yeah, it's true, it's true. Yeah, so and that's like that's 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 my point like people people do shit. People fix stuff. Bitcoin doesn't fix shit. Monero doesn't fix shit. People It's just a tool. It's just a tool. They they give you more options and they give you the free market option which you don't have with fiat. So if if you just mm-hmm. like if you would play my e-commerce game in the fiat world. Oh my god, I would probably hang myself already. Because mm-hmm. this this is no this is this is a cutthroat business where um, you're always in danger of getting bankrupted because mm-hmm. you have you know, like the biggest biggest concern you have as an e-commerce store is payments like that they work and that you receive your money and you're always at the whims of whimsical companies who are like. Oh yeah, I don't know. Like currently we have problems with PayPal. Like I, I could talk about that, right? So PayPal is just blocking our payments. Not hmm. that are coming to us. but payments that we send to our companies. Although we have oh. established business co- uh, uh, like uh, business relationships and they're like, "Yeah, so it's under scrutiny. I don't know. We're just checking it. We're not sending the money yet." And I'm like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? Like how dare you to tell me who I can send money to. And we're not talking about some shady, I don't know, Caribbean island companies where we try to send money to. No, no, we're talking about European companies, big established companies. It's not like some no But but that's the day-to-day life. And then, like, or my personal favorite is also the other way around, right? You are too successful with PayPal. They will keep your money. You have to argue to get your money back. Like, this is uh, the kind of stress that can kill people that has probably killed people. I'm okay. I'm over. Over reaching. Out. Yeah, well, when <laughs> you when, when you're
2: using but when you're using both, right, in a business, yeah. you really see crypto shine. I mean, we, we use it, yeah, you know, in our businesses, and anytime we have to use the traditional banking system to send somebody a payment, or it's just, it's just like it's agonizing, right? Compared yeah, to, like, yeah, yeah. Can, can you can you please just accept Monero or something, any crypto, and we'll, we'll just send it to you. It's just like no no questions asked. It's yes, just, it's yeah. It's disgusting how difficult the traditional banking system has has become. Yeah. Um. So tell so before we close it out. I mean, tell us tell us a little bit more about Shop and Bit. I know you you kind of glossed over some of the services. Like yeah. What what actually what's the most popular thing that's sold or service that's used?
0: Um. From the products, it's iPhones. I don't know why. Okay. but People love iPhones. <laughs>
2: I know like, I know you keep saying that I know you keep saying the Google phone thing, but I mean a lot of people like to do the uh the graphene, right? They like Yes. The, they are so you, they
0: are also quite popular, but the pixel. iPhone is like okay. way level higher. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a way bigger. Um Do you
2: sell do you sell pixels or are you saying you don't because of the because you should be selling the pixel phone? <laughs> no, no, like no, no, can, we, uh, we are
0: selling the pixel phones okay. and um because of Graphene S and um yeah, they are also quite popular, but not as much as iPhone because you asked for most popular. Okay. Um, but uh, right now, also from our services, so we we actually have three services. So there's uh, concierge, travel agency, and shopping bit cars. And nice. um, yeah, I think currently concierge and travel are the two um, are more used than cars because well. I think the price is not high enough right now for most people to buy a car, uh, but mm-hmm. some. Uh, but for some it is. So uh, that's also uh, picking up quite the steam. Uh, the concierge service. So really easy explanation is you tell us what you want and we organize it. So that can be anything from, uh, I don't know, bonsai trees for your garden to uh, a server rack or... Uh, I don't know, uh, high-end fashion or, uh, like, I, I think we actually uh, paid for a funeral one time as well. So that's also possible. And, yeah, so it's, it's the make-a-wish-come-true service. That's probably the easier explanation. Uh, so whatever you have in mind and you don't want to use euros or US dollars, then we can organize it and worldwide so it doesn't matter if you're in europe or in the us or in asia or africa or in australia uh, we can organize all that because well we have the the fiat means to organize everything and uh yeah that's that the travel agency is the other part um which is as the name explains it's a travel agency so you tell us where you want to go and um we organize all the travel stuff for you that can be flights hotels uh i don't know villas etc so for example if you like want to really go overboard we can do that too like we had this one customer who did like this honeymoon trip to morocco for i think was it two or three weeks i'm a hundred percent it was quite a long time and he wanted to have like luxury on the looks so um, they had a private villa with uh, on-premise staff And like an infinity pool. Uh, Yeah, it was like, I think it was like 25K. So it was quite expensive uh, travel, but we could do that as well. And we also um, can do all the travels to the conferences, be it either crypto uh, or not. Uh, Yeah. And we also do it for businesses and for private persons. So uh, as I mentioned, Wasabi, for example, is one of our uh corporate users of our travel agency, so we do all their company travels as well mm.
2: um yeah we 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 might uh hit you guys up for some tr- travel needs We're doing a uh, monero topia our monero conference in Buenos Aires in Argentina
0: oh nice
2: yeah maybe uh maybe we get the word out <laughs> and maybe you guys could help us help us with that or that could be a service that you you offer to. Our attention. Yeah, of course. How, do, how does it look with with fees? Like, if buying tickets through you versus the traditional way, at the end of the day, are are, are people effectively spending nearly <laughs> the same amount? I mean, how does it end up shaking? It's
0: out? it's it's quite similar. Um, that depends on. So for the for the product, it depends on where we can organize it, but we try to find the cheapest price and uh, then we just add our hours that we use to find these products because it's a totally manual um thing for the travels as i said we are a a real travel agency so we actually get normal prices. so you're paying almost in most cases you pay the same as if you would book it yourself but that depends on if they are in our partner network for travel agencies Mm. um trevin keith is our guy who does all the travel stuff? Um, so and uh, he organizes with his team all the travels, and he comes up with the craziest stuff sometimes, and finds a really great experience. So I guess if you're if you're looking for convenience and want to uh, have like the best experience, weird be travel or getting stuff, then these services are right for you. If you're looking for only the cheapest way, then we cannot outcompete the big players. It's right. it's math- math- mathematically impossible. So just right, right. For, so if if you
2: convenience goes a long way though, right? I mean, yeah. especially if you, if you got some, you know, you're, you're looking to spend some of your some of your Monero or Bitcoin. I mean, there's yeah. there's a lot to be said for being able to save time as you do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So so for the travel, for example, it's quite easy. So you just say like, okay, I want to go to Guanas Iris and um, What's important to me is I want to fly business class minimum and no layovers. So I want a direct flight. So make it happen, right? And then uh, Trevin and his team would go and search for what's the best flight from your location. You can be vague, but we need like a country. Or like if you're like, in, okay, in the US, it's probably not enough. Probably it would be better to state your state at least. Uh, so we can make the first preliminary searches and then you get an answer back with all the options that you have and what we would recommend. For example, what we do not recommend are low cost carriers because it's so ridiculous how much trouble they make the users. And since we are aiming for the best experience, mostly low cost carriers don't make the cuts, but if you like for Buenos Aires, I don't think there's a low cost carrier that gets you there. So from Europe, at least, um, So that will be that. And then you could also ask, okay, and what hotels would you recommend? And what other thing can I do while in Argentina or Buenos Aires, apart from Monerotopia? And then we would also like, okay, these are some of the cultural things that you should visit, or if you like steak, go to this restaurant. Or if you don't like meats, go to this restaurant. So we can... If
2: you don't like like, meat, don't go to Argentina. Just don't go to Argentina. Yeah, don't go to Argentina.
0: Argentina. (laughs) (laughs) Go to California. (laughs) Uh, No, but um, that's like, like, it's the full service. That's like, like Mm. the service thing is important to me personally. That's why our first service was called concierge. Mm -hmm. Because like in the hotel, you go up to the concierge and say, yeah, I have XYZ problem. Where can I go? And then he tells you. And that's the same blood on the internet. So, Yeah. If you it. like convenience, but with, with concierge, you have a little bit more privacy, of course, but with travel, again, just so our the expectations are clear, you're doing traveling and traveling as like super regulated. There is not much that you can do only if you have ridiculous type of money to spend. But then we're talking about private jets, chartering, etc. Then it gets possible but um, there are some options if you like really, really need a lot of privacy, but they cost money and it's not like we're not talking cheap. So there are some options, but that's like case by case cases. Uh, so just ask for it. Sub-
2: submarine trip from from Columbia to, to New York. Can you can you arrange that?
0: <laughs> Probably um... not. But. <laughs> But maybe I guess if the money's if, if you have the money for it, we can arrange it. So that's like the right. it all depends on how much are you willing to spend.
2: The the concierge thing is really cool. So so it's just taking place in like a chat. Like how how is that working? Like oh, you're just
0: yeah. So it it takes place in a chat if you're using it through the Wasabi wallet because we got integrated there. Oh right, okay. Through the buy anything button, it's inside the Wasabi wallet. Then it's a chat, but it takes about 24 to 48 hours until you get an answer because we check. So when you send us a request on the website, it's relatively easy. You go to shoppingbit.com and you see concierge service. You click on there. Then there's an explanation and a simple form. And the form just asks you the name, so what you want to be called, an email address, and uh, which coin do you want to use and what country we should ship it to. And then there's a big box in there. You can just start typing. And then you just type in what you want to have. And then our team receives it, checks, okay, you want to have, I don't know, let's say you want to have an iPhone 15 Pro Max with one terabyte and then also a MacBook in I don't know, with Swahili as a keyboard. Like, kind of ordered regularly. right? We would have to check, A, if that is that even possible? But we also check if it's legal for us to send it to you. Uh, can we provide it fast enough? and um, all the other shenanigans round about it. So then we send you an offer and say, okay, yeah, this is possible and it would cost X euros. We always proclaim the price in Euro or US dollars um, because prices are changing and you can then decide on, okay, if you want to buy it, you can click, You click on a special link to our shop and then you have it again. It states, yeah, this is the product that you want to buy. Press here, type in your data, and then pay it
2: so could it could it be as as broad as hey what's going on guys i I gotta you know do some christmas shopping this year or it's valentine's day um uh, looking to spend 200 bucks throw some options at me like is it like that is it like you guys are like interacting
0: you can use it that way but then it takes longer because Mm. so the best way for you to get a good experience is to be as precise as possible so with the OK, for Valentine's Day, we won't make it because, <laughs> I don't know, maybe if you're uh, on, in New Zealand or something, then we might still make it. No, just kidding. But um, like for like, OK, you could say, yeah, OK, Christmas is, com- uh, is coming up or Easter or whatever you're celebrating. Let's say Easter because Christmas was already. So you want to have some gifts for your nephews, right? And then you tell us, OK, the nephews, they are they are two boys, one girl the boys are like around 10 to 12 years old and the girl is already 16 so and i need some easter presents and i want to spend like 500 bucks like what do you have and then we could then you can get recommendations by our team and they say yeah okay you could get this this and this because that's currently popular or maybe we ask okay do you know what they like more like do you like more sports do they like anime i don't know what 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 kids like I don't know what teenage girls like, maybe like I don't know, Taylor Swift, I guess. Yeah, so she's a big Swifty, I guess. So then we we'll say, okay, yeah. So we have there there are some options, like, and then you will get options, even if it's that broad. But I would recommend to be a bit more precise. Like if you're just writing, yeah, I need a phone. That's like I need a phone now. <laughs> yeah, okay a phone that's like we can okay. spend 20 euros on a phone or you can spend 2000 euros on a phone
2: but so so do you often do you have engagements pretty often where it doesn't end in a transaction where it's like yes of course. Like... Yeah,
0: yeah because sometimes um some options are not available or shipping costs are prohibitive That mm-hmm. could be as well like uh, but sometimes we also have the other um the other way around that's like we had this one case that's uh uh my team told me that there was this guy from uh, one european country and it was cheaper for him to buy it through us ship it from poland to his country than buying it directly at the store that was next door oh, wow. yeah so that that also happens so it's it goes both ways but um for me it's important to understand what, that... what,
2: what was he buying some like polish product was he buying like no no uh... he was
0: buying this <laughs> i think it was in... or something <laughs> no no it was an lg or okay. some big it was brand cheaper to buy
2: that in poland and have it shipped okay
0: yeah it was like an some big brand 80 inch tv it was a ridiculous size but um yeah it was cheaper to buy it through us than hmm. uh through but That's like, that's a rare case that usually we are on par. So, um, but, for I had some points that I wanted to make. Oh yeah, right. So when you're, when you're sending in your request, right, you always get offers. You have to then decide if you want to take it. Like there's no payment for our research beforehand. So if you do not like what we have to offer, you can just say, oh yeah, no. I don't know. I don't like this or I changed my mind or the shipping cost is too prohibitive. I don't know. Because sometimes there are items that are not as easily shipped, right? And so, like we had this one guy who bought a harp, like like a harp, full-blown harp, and we had to send it to the other part of Europe. But he had the money to spend on the shipping, but the shipping cost alone was like, I think, €450 Euros or something. So, I forgot how much the harp cost, but I think it was quite expensive as well. But you get the point right so there is you always have the option and we go you could say we go into a service first and get paid afterwards right as soon but when you receive the offer from us you're going to be 100 percent certain that we can fulfill on it if we cannot do it we will just send you back it's impossible for us to get this product why and why because sometimes there are Companies that do not want to sell to Polish companies or companies who don't sell outside of the U.S. or something like that. And some products cannot be easily imported. And we would have to, like, yeah, that makes it difficult, right? But (laughs) uh, when you get an offer from us, you can be 100% certain, okay, they can actually get it. And you also get a time frame when you will receive it. But I would always how, yeah. how
2: are you guys like scaling up like I mean I, I see so you just have you have a couple of guys that are on on hand that are, are ready to to answer a question at any time and that must be yeah. hard to like the cards to to the logistics behind the concierge service must be a little, a little difficult now
0: yeah uh, yeah so for concierge it's relatively difficult to scale up because it's it's like the manual labor of love as i like to call it <laughs> so that's like that's what i say with i like humans right people fix mm-hmm. stuff and that's like the service you're paying for is that we fix a specific purchasing problem you have mm-hmm. um, so there is not that much scaling apart from growing the team but since customer service is like the the biggest biggest thing uh, for me personally, we are slowly scaling the team up because people have to be uh, schooled. Is that the right term? Yeah. I'll just call it schooled. Trained. Trained, trained yeah. thank you. Trained is the better term. Right. So they need to be trained and explained to. And uh, some of our newer staff, they are not from the crypto space. They have nothing to do with crypto, mm-hmm. but they do excellent work. And then and that's the that's a good point so i will just expand my rent no it's not a rent it's a positive thing so like um we have this new employee and uh they're like have no touching point with crypto they heard about cryptocurrencies and this illegal internet shit and they maybe have seen some netflix movie about some scam coin and yeah mm-hmm. right that's their touch point but then they come into our company and then they see okay flexible work times everything is remote you can work from wherever the fuck you want right And there's no restrictions and um the whole atmosphere is like okay like this is your field go at it right we have some kind of boundaries for what you can do but the rest is like if you get the job done and the customer is happy everything is fine right and then do you, you, see, do you like, pay
2: your employees in in uh, in crypto if they
0: if they wish? Uh, if they wish, yes, but most currently do not because they are either in jurisdictions where it's problematic because of mm-hmm. extra taxes, or mm-hmm. um, they just don't want to have that associated on their. It's it's a yeah, regulatory yeah. thing. It really depends. So but, are,
2: are, are most of them like working on commission? Then is it like commission based?
0: Uh, or is it no, a... it's it's like freelancing. Okay. I guess. yeah so they, they just send us invoices and then for some it's uh, some of our uh, employees who um, do the freelance stuff they can actually just put it in bitcoin or monero but mostly they want to get paid in bitcoin that are,
2: no, no no i'm saying but do pay. they work for commission like if they you know if they help you uh if they're your concierge and they they sell a guy a bmw um
0: they are actually not we have um um we have I have that in place specifically for that because mm. um bias remorse is very dangerous, especially in this um in our crypto field right mm-hmm. so um as I alluded to earlier, with the reputation and you want to run a privacy company, you cannot have any privacy for yourself, right And mm-hmm. um, the same is with your reputation, right your reputation is hardly built it it took me at least I would say a year to have some decent um, reputation uh, with shopping bits, and now after five years we have a pretty good reputation. But it takes one customer who says this was a fucked up experience and I didn't got what I wanted. Game over, mm-hmm. because you know the you know the crypto yeah. space. You yeah, I'm like, right. No, yeah, 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 yeah. You're <laughs> fucked, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's why. I learned that in my previous fiat life, I guess. I was a project manager in a call center. And every time you have this commission-based selling, uh, people start being pushy because Mm -hmm. it it affects your bottom line. But the concierge service is not there to sell you something. For me personally, it's better that you do not buy something from us if you're not 100% certain you want it. Like 99%... Don't do it, Like especially like for a car. It's super. It's a great example. We sold a car like a couple of weeks ago, and I told the guy, like, if you're not 100% certain, don't buy the fucking car. Just like 99% is not enough. 99% is not enough. You have to be 100% certain. You sit in the car, touch the lever or fake lever, whatever, right, and smell the, the car and drive it around for a test spin and... Sleep over uh, two nights about it, talk to your wife about it or your spouse or whatever, and then make the buying decision. Because the last thing, the last thing I need is that you bought like, I don't know, let's say, yeah, let's say you bought a Lamborghini, right? Yeah, you bought a Lamborghini and then two weeks later, you feel biased remorse like, fuck this car, man, shit, I should have taken the other one because it was way better and whatever. And then you have resentment against It bits. And me personally, of course. And then you will bat us at every, every situation, even though you got the Lamborghini. Like, but <laughs> it could be that you're like, fuck, man, this guy, and I have this Lamborghini now, and now yeah, whatever, it doesn't make me as happy as I thought. So like, we had quite, quite some insane requests in a in big price range, like the yacht. We had this one customer mm-hmm. who wanted to buy an aluminum yacht, And they are like they start at yeah, yeah. They start at the million, even if they're only like, I don't know, thirty-five feet or forty feet. Mm -hmm. They're not that long. But since they're aluminum, they you they're practically unsinkable. You have to shoot cannons at it to sink it. You could just, you know, crush an iceberg, no problem. It's just a dent. You go to the next harbor and have it fixed, right? And this customer, like he took I don't know, it, it probably took us like six, seven months or something for uh, showing the yachts and he decided on none of them right but that's okay because if he would have just like decided on one and then was unhappy with it this this is not a situation i want to be in like if you're not 100 happy with your purchase then please don't just don't do it yeah so but awesome yeah. man
2: yeah so, sorry so that was what,
0: a long explanation what,
2: No, no, it's all all good. So what is next for Shopping Bit? Where do you see this all going?
0: Yeah, so we have something quite big coming up that I cannot talk, unfortunately, about right now, but you will see it in the next two to three months. And uh, unfortunately, it has nothing to do with the US, but it's a different type of beast. And I think some people will be, um, yeah, uh, going crazy for this what we're doing next it's a pretty big and bold move Mm -hmm. i guess uh but it will be pretty cool and i'm super excited about but i cannot talk about unfortunately because it's uh yeah a very very big thing and i think it will um kick off our next um expansion to to be
2: clear people in the u.s can use shop and bit it's just that things are yes okay
0: yes so um yeah that's a, a good point so Um, We are shipping outside of the EU to the U.S., Canada, Great Britain, and uh, Switzerland. But we can also ship outside of these countries, but only through the concierge service. When you go to the website directly, you can ship to the U.S., but then there are also um, shipping costs added, of course, and uh, depending on the, the type of product, because some items are pretty heavy, so they're difficult to ship and it's all export. So you have to pay customs duty at the border. I know that's a big problem for uh, some of the Monero guys. I totally understand it, even if it's for Bitcoin guys. It's, it's a super hassle to work with customs, especially mm-hmm. in the US. But for the concierge service, what we also can do is buy stuff within the US and have it mm-hmm. shipped to a PO box that you like. So uh, that's also an option so there's no customs involved and you can remain as private as legally possible. So, yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. But also from Bruno, uh, uh, Argentina, et cetera, that's all no problem, but then only through concierge.
2: Right. So 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 the concierge, it, it, it feels the same no matter where you are, whether you're in yeah. the U.S. or Europe. Doesn't make a difference. Because then you're just kind of buying. The concierge is buying locally and then shipping to the... Exactly.
0: And if it's not possible, oh. we will explain to you how we would source it from Riven Europe and ship it to you.
2: Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Where, where do you where are you getting your best margins? Like where are you making your most money off of the concierge service off of the the products being sold?
0: <laughs> Sex toys.
2: Oh, okay. I, they, I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's it's the internet. Yeah.
0: So, so it's people use
2: people using Monero to buy dildos is is where you're making the most money right now. Is essentially what's going on.
0: <laughs> yes, I, I would just leave it at that. Probably, probably. though. No. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, it's it's the free yeah. market, right? It's the it's free market. market. Like, <laughs> like, like is just, that's that something. People, uh, people want to make love and experience love, so I guess.
2: <laughs> any, any were were there any specials for Valentine's? Were there any? I mean, it's a, a little late today. By the time we get this up, we'll be post-Valentine's. Uh, no,
0: here. but we have regularly have some offers for Loop, so okay. if you want to get the kink in, we got some for you. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, but you also you always get three percent discount when paying with Bitcoin and Bonero. Um okay. and f- within the EU, you get free shipping from twenty-one euros.
2: Oh, that's not bad.
0: Yeah. But only within the EU, for outside, yeah, 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 sorry, yeah, yeah. It doesn't work out, but it's the same for Bitcoin and Monero, so uh, we are treating Monero equally on the page, so there's no difference, and we run our own node on our BTC Pay server, so as you can see, that's, it's not just the open source talk, but you will see it when you open the payment page, that it's the BTC Pay server like <laughs> awesome
2: awesome yeah yeah i use the monero gateway for for my businesses but i'm, I'm thinking i got to move over to the btc pay server i think um it's very smooth it's very smooth. yeah it
0: works it works pretty well so it's, yeah. especially with monero is like one of the easier coins to integrate once you set it up so mm-hmm.
2: Lando, yeah. Matt, thank th- thank you so much. This is fantastic. Um, and, th- and thank you for you know uh, supporting Monero and accepting Monero. Obviously, you're not doing it out of the kindness of your heart. You're doing it for as as a businessman and and a believer in you know s- sound money. You found your way to accepting Monero, but I appreciate it
0: nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, but again, the there is no bad reason for doing stuff. It's just that it's done, right? Exactly. So, so if like for me, I'm, it's, I'm it's, glad
2: the incentives align there for you, right? Yeah, I, of course. I like what I'm trying to say,
0: like, like, again, like you're already 40% of our crypto customers, right? So it's huge. It would be stupid to not accept Monero. That's, that's my tip for everyone out there. If you're already running a crypto business and not accepting Monero, what the fuck are you doing, man? You know, you're wasting revenue. And like, when you have to, when you run a business, you have to make decisions to make more revenue. Like that's your that's the to to end with a Mises quote, right? Profit is the signal of the market whether your goods and services are valuable to society or not. Hmm. So if you're leaving profit on the table, are you valuable to society or not? So debunk that Mises. <laughs> that's the last thought, I guess. <laughs>
2: Awesome, man. Well, uh, that, that, that's a good quote to, to end on. Any any chance we see I know you said you're going to be at MoneroCon. would love to yeah. maybe uh, pull you over to Monerotopia in Argentina. I don't know. I don't know if that's it's too far for you, but that would be fantastic. I, I,
0: when is it going to be Monerotopia? November. It's going to be
2: alongside La Uh Same time they're mm. doing La uh, November. The, literally the first weekend in November. Uh, so, like, okay. November 1st, 2nd, and 3rd.
0: That might be possible that I can still make it, but I I will put it because I haven't been to Argentina before and I want to eat that steak, that good Argentinian steak in Argentina, but pay a fraction of the price that I pay here in Europe. So
2: <laughs> it it is well worth it just for that, you know. And uh, yeah. Malay is 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 the president down there, right? So it's it's yeah. an anarcho capitalist dream a little bit going on down there. I mean, we'll see how things shake out, but. Uh, it, it seems like he's he's legit so
0: yeah, yeah as as usual prepare for the worst pray for the best exactly i guess yeah yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> all right lando man thank you thank you so much
0: appreciate yeah, it thank you again for inviting me douglas it was a very nice talk and i i got the opportunity to rant again so
2: <laughs> go, go ahead free and uh, Every, everybody knows ShopInBit, but go ahead and, and say, you know, the, the URLs and uh, oh, yeah. your, Twitter, your personal Twitter if you want or anything you want to put yeah. out
0: there for people to find you. Sure, sure. So ShopInBit.com is our website. Um, If you want to, uh, yeah, read my ramblings on Twitter, but I've been a little bit quiet uh, the last few weeks, but it's Rothbardian at Twitter, or you just type in Lander Rothbardian. There is no second one. So <laughs> I checked and um yeah at shop and bit is also our twitter um i don't think we are on nostr yet i'm personally on nostr but i didn't check in for quite some weeks um but yeah twitter and our website are the best two places to get in touch with us, yeah.
2: Are you one last question? Are you are you potentially hiring at any point? Maybe there's some people out there that would want to do concierge get and get paid in Monero, right? Uh, just throwing it out there as an idea. I don't know.
0: Yes, uh, not now, but after the thing that I cannot talk about, we will probably be starting to hire a bit more aggressively. Yeah.
2: All right yeah cool, i man. keep it ominous <laughs> i'm <laughs> sorry i want to tell you about it
0: because it's so cool but
2: i mysterious <laughs> mysterious mysterious not on, um, ominous oh, it, sounds, it sounds good in Ominous hopeful. is
0: negative it's
2: yeah is yeah, uh, yeah. A... Ah, okay
0: so mysterious well
2: man. it could be yeah, yeah i would say mysterious yeah. the mystique um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but y- y- your english is fantastic by the way uh, uh so thank I, you very I much know. i don't know where you where you picked that up but
0: uh well lots done, of scrubs man. and three six mafia <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, brother, this was fantastic. Greatly appreciate you taking the time.
0: Thank you very much, Douglas. And uh, have a nice morning, I guess. we <laughs> Will do. All right. Ciao. Ciao.
1: Thank you for joining us on this week's episode. We release new episodes every week. You can find and subscribe to our show on YouTube, Odyssey, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Go to monerotalk.live to subscribe for a full list of places where you can watch and listen. If you want to interact with us, guests, or other podcast listeners, you can follow us on Twitter. And please leave us a review on iTunes. It helps people find the show, and we are always happy to read them. So thanks so much, and we look forward to being back next week.